0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the show. As I sit here today, it is early January 2023, and the topic we're going to be talking about today is the diet and the fitness industry, or just the health industry in general's kind of tricks that they use when it comes to marketing and sales to grab your attention and to get you to buy into things. And I'll be honest, when I was creating my outline for the month of podcast episodes or shows and topics that I wanted to discuss and guests that I wanted to have on the show, this topic was not one of them. This kind of just happened this week. I actually sent an email out to my email list this week about just tricks and things that the fitness and, and health industry does that really pisses me off that I kind of wanted to just dive into a little bit deeper on a show here today and is. This is something that I've just noticed more and more being in the health and fitness space, being somebody that, you know, sells a product in the health and fitness space and works with human beings and coaches them. It's it's really obvious. And I take a step back because I, I don't think it's as obvious to the consumer. Now, if you have a background in marketing or sales or anything, like the things that I'm going to talk about today are, are not new by any means. But I want to talk about how they apply in the health and fitness space and how a lot of these companies and brands and products, like they appeal to people's emotions and then they get you to buy into whatever it is that they're selling after that. And a lot of it is, is kind of scummy, honestly. And it's, it's just hard to see because there's a lot of people that buy into it, whether you, whether you've bought into something like this before or not, or, you know, jump ship or, or bought into something at the beginning of the year, thinking that that, was going to be the thing that was going to bridge the gap between where you are now and where you want to be. I think we all have some sort of experience like this when it comes to the health space that, you know, we have a goal that we're working towards and somebody or something or, you know, some program or some app or some cleanse comes along and, and we think that that's the thing that we need to get there. And chances are it's not, but they market themselves and they sell in really distinct and really really good ways, honestly. And that's how they get your money. And that's why the the diet industry is worth, you know, 70 plus billion dollars. And why really this time of the year, they make a killing because this is really the best time of the year to sell a lot of things because it's, you know, with New Year's resolution stuff, a lot of people changing and, and reallocating their time and energy to their health and their fitness after, you know, a lot of people tend to maybe get loose or Punt their health and fitness over the holidays. Like this is a time to refocus. It's a better time for people, and I love that if that's what you choose to do. But just just be weary and don't fall for the traps every single year. Like maybe you have in the past, or maybe you don't even realize you're falling into some of these traps. So I'm just going to take a little bit of time and go into some of the things that really the the fitness space, um, just the health industry as a whole. You know the tricks and the lies that they tell you. To get you to buy shit, really. At the end of the day, that's the ultimate goal: is to get you to give you their money so they can make a profit off of that. Because there's, I can genuinely say there's, there's a lot of things out there that, you know people are trying to get your time and attention and money for the sell, rather than to give you a transformation or the results that you're actually looking for. And it sucks because sometimes it's hard to to tell between people who are genuine and people who want the best for you and, and companies who like Weight Watchers will sell you a lifetime membership, you know, to buy into their product thinking that you need them forever to get and to stay where you want to be, which is just horseshit. So. I digress, but I'm going to go into some of the things here. This is not unique only to the health and fitness space, but it's just something that I've seen a lot of recently. And I kind of audited my social media, but I tend to follow a ton of health accounts, health accounts that I tend to resonate or maybe agree with or learn from, other health accounts that I don't necessarily agree with or would not promote or things that are very outlandish and in kind of this stuff that I want to make sure that I'm keeping, you know, up with to understand what my clients and what my followers are also seeing. So I can kind of dispel or have a talking point on whatever it is that, you know, people have questions about and, and to be able to give them my opinion, but I need to be caught up in that. So I follow a lot of accounts that really don't align with the the message and the things that I try and speak and, and help people do. So Uh, I know that all the health accounts and everything that I follow, the algorithm on social media or TikTok or wherever, like they just feed me all the ads for, you know, your continuous glucose monitor, you know, people or the lumen metabolism, you know, breath uh, device or um, even low carb keto recipe books and things or uh, insert whatever. I've kind of seen it all and it's, it's just funny cuz this time of the year I've seen it more than I have this whole last year. So, just wanted to to hop on and talk about some of the things that I've been seeing cuz I know people see that as well. Maybe not at the level in which I see them, but man, we all get tar- targeted. And I guarantee you you've you've also been targeted for, you know, that V-Shred ad or whatever for if you're watching a YouTube video and it's like, "Hey, you know, take this body quiz cuz you're doing it all wrong" kind of thing. Like we all have some experience seeing some sort of advertisement for a health and fitness product and it catches our attention because that's what it's supposed to do. But anyway, the list that I'm going to go over are things that I've seen a lot and things that I just really want you to be aware of and be weary of before you buy into or invest your money into some of these things because chances are that's not actually the thing that's going to get you to where you want to be. But the number one thing that really pisses me off about the fitness industry and their marketing t- kind of tricks and, and lies are the overemphasis of overblown results-based promises, right? Like if we think about it, like if a thousand people listening to this show bought the same book or the same training plan or the same 30-day transformation, you know, are, are all, you know, thousand of those people going to get the exact same goal if they follow everything to the T one, not everybody's going to follow that. Um, And two, you know, despite everybody following it, everybody's going to get different results, right? So knowing that everybody is going to get some sort of different result out of whatever program or thing that they buy into is really important to remember because a lot of these claims that you might see are very hard sells on things that are very appealing that you think would apply to you in all contexts when in reality that that's not really how this whole fitness thing works. And despite everybody knowing that really, I'd argue that most people know that and it makes zero sense. You know, you can see the things like lose 90 pounds in 90 days or 30 pounds in 30 days. You know, we've all seen that magazine at the fucking airport or whatever. It's usually targeted towards women or we get the ad, whatever it is on YouTube or Facebook or, or Instagram. You know, and and the company or whatever platform is trying to sell you on this, hey, lose 30 pounds in a month or lose 20 pounds in one week and and go keto and change your life forever. Like, I just don't even know how that's legal. Like how these people and companies and magazines or books or or even social media posts can like actually get away with being able to advertise that and using that as a catch to lure people into their to their program or whatever it is that they're selling right? Like how can companies actually sit there and say, Hey, everybody is going to lose the same amount of weight if they do this program. So let's slap that on the label. Like me being a health and fitness coach, you can never guarantee that somebody is going to lose X amount of pounds in X amount of days or vice versa or gain or stay the same or lift a certain weight. Like the thing about the whole health and fitness space is you do the actions and the behaviors and you create an environment that's conducive to your goals to inch you closer to a certain outcome that is desirable to you. Like like the action of you setting out to achieve whatever goal that is that you're working towards, you don't just start and then you get there. It's it's about the actions and and the progress that you make along the way and the habits and the things that you instill with yourself also creating some of this new identity change like that's the shit that's going to get you to where you want to be and even then you might think you want to lose 20 pounds but you get to 15 pounds and that's good enough for you or that's that's what was realistic for you and there's nothing wrong with that but you know you have this idea that hey if I buy into this thing they're guaranteeing I lose 30 pounds like I'm a failure if I don't actually lose those 30 pounds so I don't know. It's it's just fascinating to me that so many people and so many products and claims just gear towards a guaranteed outcome if you buy into their product. And of course, it sells, but it's just it's a bunch of lies and I promise you that nobody or anything could guarantee you a specific outcome if you buy into their their plan or whatever it is that they're selling. It's just nonsense. But unfortunately, in the diet industry, in the fitness industry, like that's normal. Like that's just what you see on every cover or advertisement that you see for a lot of these things. So just keep an eye out for overblown, like results-based promises that a lot of these people and things are selling you because... That's how they get you in the door and then that's how they sell you. And then unfortunately, you don't normally get to those goals and then you feel like a failure and then you jump ship and then you do something else or you just stop completely and and then that cycle continues to repeat itself. So just be very wary of over overblown based promises and you know results or outcomes that you're buying into because chances are you're not actually going to get that, okay? Cool, the, the next thing that the fitness industry does that really just pisses me off is, uh, promising in, in health, especially just the nutrition and health space in general is this, this idea that these people or brands or companies are promising you revolutionary information that nobody knows about. Like they're selling you secrets that the general public doesn't want you to know, or doesn't hear. Um, you know, if I, if I look at some of the best selling, like diet books that have ever been sold, actually Googling it right now. I had it up earlier. One of them, I, it was called um, like the obesity code or something. Uh, oh, here we go. It's uh, unlocking the secrets of weight loss. That was one of the taglines from one of the best diet books that have ever been sold. Uh, but what's, what's ironic is this book, the one I'm talking about right now has also been just torn to shreds and, and just criticized by a lot of health experts in the field for promoting or advertising misinformation you know and and the same goes across all of these books like all these books that have these taglines or these protocols that are trying to sell you something chances are like there's some misinformation or some things some biases that maybe they use maybe from the research or maybe from own anecdotal experiences right like just things that aren't actually backed by science but they tell you they are or they make up their own kind of mechanism or rationale, or, you know, maybe it's worked for a handful of their clients, so it's going to work for you. Like, this idea that people are promising information that the general public doesn't already know about is is nonsense, you know? And, And if there really was a secret piece of, like, super information or revolutionary information that made losing weight, for example, like, easy for everybody, you would already know about it. Because... I would have told you about it um but everybody else that you know has their head in the research and knows about you know what it what it takes to lose weight would also be speaking about it for free so you wouldn't even need to actually pay for that so claiming to have a secret or simple um kind of solution it's just nothing more than than sales garnish you know and it's I just don't think that I just don't think that that is what people should be buying into and unfortunately it's the thing that grabs our attention as well which makes us want to buy into that to find out whatever it is so finding an actual secret in our in our industry or in the health industry is not it's just not going to happen nor does it happen because let's say somebody finds some piece of information or finds an interesting study what that does is it just goes into the pool or the body of literature on that topic already and that's how we continue to accumulate this information over time. Somebody doesn't done, do one random study and then use that study forever to confirm whatever it is, whatever beliefs that they're trying to sell, you got to think big picture and how this one piece of information fits into the big picture. Because I promise you, health and fitness is so multifactorial. There's so many fucking inputs that go into you know, what it means to be a healthy and fit and good looking person that... One thing is not going to be the deciding factor or the thing that you should double down on over all the other things, the other assets of your health that are actually going to yield you the results that you're looking for. But again, we all want that one secret and that one thing that's going to, you know, that we can kind of uh, blame on, hey, I didn't know this, so that's why I wasn't getting the results and I did this and I magically got to where I want to be. Like, hey, man, that shit, shit just doesn't happen, okay? So just be very weary about people and things or magazines or books promising you revolutionary information cuz chances are that doesn't exist either okay another thing that really grinds my gears is the overpromotion of one single like individual method for whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish so if you take me for example if i told everybody listening to this podcast or all my followers on social media to follow the exact same training and nutrition plan that I follow. What do you think would happen? Would every single person love doing the same thing as me at every time of the day and 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 just doing all the little things that I do day to day? Hell no. Like nobody would really like that. And chances are people would fucking hate it. Um and and I I say that because I kind of being kind of in multiple parts of the fitness space, like a lot of people have, you know, really, you know, focused points of their health and fitness. Like bodybuilders tend to stick with the bodybuilder community, right? Like people trying to lose weight tend to stick with people who maybe are overweight and trying to lose weight. Like people who are athletes and fueling for performance or triathlons or whatever it is, like chances are they stick in their own group. Like nutrition is very tribalistic at the end of the day. And it's hard because, I sit here and I see all populations and and I really do work with a vast variety of people and, and some people I would say a lot of people on social media you can find do similar things, but there's a lot of niche and focused you know groups of dietitians or coaches or whatever that are focusing on very specific populations. But you know as I sit here, it's like there's so many different types of people with so many different types of goals. And going back to the point I made about this, you know, idea that one individual mes- method will, will work for everything is just not true because it's all goal dependent. It's all person dependent, but that's not the thing that sells, right? So if I sold everybody the same thing that I'm doing day to day, I sold you the exact meal plan, the exact macros, the exact, you know, training routine, um, <laughs> how many sets I do, what exercises I do, how I train, um, what foods I eat, how many meals a day I eat, what my snacks are like, like what my macronutrient ratios like tend to be, what calories I'm eating. Man, nobody would like that. And it would also be different from person to person, again, based on their goals and what they're actually working towards. So, you know, chances are nobody would, would like my personal preferences and you don't have to. And that's the point I'm trying to make is you don't have to do the same thing that everybody else is doing right? Like for every person that loves one particular diet approach, somebody else will be indifferent. And then there's also somebody else that will fucking hate it. You know, like, like, can you name one individual method or strategy when it comes to nutrition that works really well for everybody? Like, no, no, it doesn't exist. Like what really works is taking, you know, underlying principles or generalizations and and general recommendations and really focusing on some of these big rocks and adapting them to suit your own circumstances, right? To to make that a little bit more nuanced for your, you know, individual preferences and your lifestyle. But that's not sexy, you know, and that doesn't sell. And that's again, that's where we see this disconnect with maybe coaches and people and programs who are trying to sell you on something that are like hey, let's tailor these and individualize it to your goals versus let's sell this blanket plan or these blanket things to the, to everybody. And, you know, that should work for you because it's worked for other people. Like there's, it's just not how it works. And there's a disconnect between, you know, what you get and what you're actually going to get, you know, as a return on your investment in terms of progress and your goals on that. So, just be very wary of the overpromotion of one individual method of like, hey, everybody should be doing this or this this is something that, you know, works for me and it should work for you. Like, there's a lot of taglines on social media or things that you'll see. Maybe if you look at the low-carb dieting group or the keto group or intermittent fasting group or or the paleo group or the carnivore group or the vegans or vegetarians, like, It's like, hey, this one thing will work exactly the same it did for work for me and it's going to change your life. Like that's just, it's just not true. And maybe it takes some trial and error with some of that for sure. But I just, I just want people to be wary of, hey, if you buy into this one single approach and this method, like chances are you're going to get different results from the person selling you that. And you might not like it or like it better or like it less than the person that's selling you that too. So just again, don't, Don't always buy into things that are over-promoting one individual method, okay? Unless that one individual method is getting seven to nine hours of sleep every night, um, getting your water in every day, staying hydrated, understanding energy balance and, and, you know, how much protein you might need, getting in enough fiber per day, getting enough steps or activity in daily, not being super sedentary getting on a training or exercise program that's tailored to your goals and and something that you enjoy and actually can follow through with uh, working on your stress management maybe your mental health as well if that needs attention and continuing to invest in your relationships with your environment and your friends and your family because those are the support systems that you likely need to create an environment that's conducive to you maintaining your progress long-term. But even me listing out all those things, like you can't fucking sell that because it looks different for everybody. So yeah, just be wary of one individual methods because that shit doesn't work. The next thing that, that I wanted to point out was A lot of things tend to lean on this, especially this time of the year. As we sit here, it's early January, whatever time of the year it is that you're listening to this, but there tends to be a lot of overemphasis on the short term or whatever short term goals that you can hit in a week or one month or even three months, right? Like going back to my first example, like, you know, losing 90 pounds in 90 days or losing 30 pounds in 30 days, you know, you can just see that there's such an overemphasis on the short term and i get that right like this instant gratification it's very appealing but in the fitness industry this causes problems because nobody actually resol- wants results that are only going to work for them in the short term like i promise you i, I and and maybe that's a bold statement like yes i think short term results are part of the big picture but the short term results should not be the outcome goal that you're trying to work towards, right? Like if your goal is to lose hundred pounds, you should not try to lose that in six months. Like I, who am I to tell you, you can't do that, but that should not be the goal to loo- lose as much weight as quick as possible. And to get to that goal, like the goal should be, how can I lose a hundred pounds over X period of time and what is it going to take for me to sustain that once I get that off? Because if I told you you could lose 100 pounds in, in 60 days or in 90 days and you took that, but then you'd be 150 pounds a year later as we stand here today, like nobody wants that. Nobody's going to sign up for that. But a lot of times that's what unha- or that's what happens, unfortunately, because they buy into these short-term policies or these ideas that they're going to change everything in this such short period of time when in reality your health and fitness pursuits are such they're really a lifelong pursuit like they should be a long-term goal and you know sustaining that progress and maintaining that long-term should be one of those outcome goals that you're looking for Uh, instead of always investing or buying into this idea that you can change everything in one week or six weeks or one month or even one year. Like people cringe at one year, but in reality, one year is short as fuck, right? Like if you think about one year and how much you can accomplish in that, yes, it seems daunting and long if we sit here and stare at one year right now, but I promise you, you know, 2024 is gonna be here right around the corner and the things that you do now will influence for the best or for the worst where you sit here today, this time next year. So I just, I want people to, to focus on the short term in the sense that, Hey, this is, this is something that we'll use as like a checklist or, you know, um, a kind of benchmark goals that we want to hit in addition to working towards the main outcome goal or whatever it is that you're working towards. Like that's fine, but the short term goals can't be the only goals at the end of the day. So yeah, I, and again, this is hard because that's what we want, right? Like we want to have things in, happen instantly. Like in the age of social media and Amazon, like we're fucked up in the head, right? We're, we're so conditioned to getting these dopamine hits day after day, hour after hour, minute after minute, that when it doesn't work like that for our health and fitness, like we get pissed off and frustrated. And, and it's part of the problem is because we buy into these ideas that we can do things in such a short period of time with our health and fitness when you know damn well that that takes a long time. Like if you if you walk a mile in the forest, it's going to take you to walk a mile out and then walk another mile in the other direction. So don't panic if things don't happen instantly or after 2 months or 3 months. Like your future self will thank you as long as you keep on plugging away and committing to yourself and and committing to the process that you've agreed on in the very beginning. So just keep that in mind. The, the short term is cool but it's not that cool and i i don't want you to to think that that's the only thing in the grand scheme of things okay yeah yeah that one kills me and and i'll see this in the health and fitness space too with like in influencers or people on social media who are selling like their 30 day plans and Again, not not everybody fits this in this box or criteria, but this shit exists, right? Like you see the person with 100,000 followers or even here, take me for example. If I pr- preach to my client or my following base or whatever, it's like, hey, I have this plan that's gonna help you lose you know, um, X amount of weight in 12 weeks. Like at the end of 12 weeks, you're gonna be completely transformed. And when I sell you that and I give you your plan and it's just celery juice and fucking you know, protein powder every single day. Like, yes, a lot of people can make a cool transformation really quickly, but fuck man, that doesn't make me a good coach for doing that. So just keep that in mind. Like you would think that'd be common sense, but unfortunately a lot of people, man, a lot of people buy into that and there's a lot of people actually selling that. So cool. The last thing that I wanted to touch on today was this, uh, just this general idea that, uh, the health space, it really tends to neglect other aspects of your health and well-being. Um, And there's very little disclaimers that go into things that are being sold online or to you on social media. And um, I'll give you an example. So let's say, you know, somebody's selling intermittent fasting or a program based around intermittent fasting, whatever their feeding window is, whatever it might be, right? And let's say, somebody is selling that. Very rarely do you see a disclaimer, somebody saying that, you know, hey, I'm selling intermittent fasting books or programs or whatever, but very rarely do they openly discuss that fasting might actually contribute to an increased risk in an eating disorder or binge eating in a lot of people that try it. Like that's a real reality is, is changing the way you eat and the time frame in which you eat also has cons and consequences if you don't do that correctly or if you don't understand why you're doing what you're doing. And if, you know, you're doing this practice in a way that is really depriving you and making you feel like shit, like nobody is going to advertise like, hey, you could do this and you can get some results, but it comes with this risk, right? Same thing with like keto books or low carb. Like, have you ever seen somebody sell like a keto book and then openly warn people about the possible risk of them you know, destroying their relationships with carbs forever. Right. Or even people running like a weight loss program, 12 weeks, 16 weeks program. And, you know, they run this challenge. Like, have you ever seen somebody say, Hey, here's some negative outcomes or chances that you might experience when you crash diet? Like a lot of this just doesn't exist. And, It's unfortunate, and that's how you can tell maybe a genuine or good program or person away from another is when they actually acknowledge the trade-offs associated with whatever it is that you're buying into. Because really everything in life comes down to trade-offs. And if you don't acknowledge the trade-offs, you just buy into something thinking that this is the new set of rules or plan or whatever it is that you're going to get, and you fail to acknowledge the other things that might happen because of that or the things that you're going to have to sacrifice or give up because of that, Man, you're gonna be you're gonna be shocked or, you know, hit in the face when that stuff actually happens to you and you don't know how to deal with it because that's new to you. And, and and that's usually the stuff that hurts people's relationships with carbs or with eating or with their food or um, you know, with their body and dissatisfaction. It's like those are the things that lead to those problems. It's not the actual thing itself. It's you failing to acknowledge everything that goes into that and what trade-offs are gonna be made because of that. So just keep that in mind it's uh yeah it's uh again health is so multifactorial and there's so many aspects of our well-being that need to be acknowledged and addressed in pursuit of a better version of you and you know when people fail to to acknowledge those or to sell you people sell you on something and fail to acknowledge the things that might be in jeopardy or might be you know um a result if you actually follow through with whatever it is that they're doing. So just keep in mind like your health and well-being is so multifactorial. It, it there's so many things that encompass it that this one thing might jeopardize a lot of other things and is that thing actually worth it at the end of the day? And chances are it's probably not. So yeah, um that really concludes my list for the day. I uh just wanted to hop on and and share some of these things because I've been seeing it a lot recently. It's the new year. Um, and a lot of people are selling people on these things. And I see this marketing a ton. And I just want people to be aware of it and to understand it and to be able to spot it when they see it. So again, you can make, you can make an informed decision and the decision that best suits your needs and your life where you're at right now. So I'm going to end that there. Thank you again for listening to today. Uh, cheers to another great year in 2023. And I look forward to to continuing the podcast here this next year to see where we can take it. So thanks for listening. I appreciate you a ton. And until next time, remember to eat with a purpose, train with attention, and think with confidence as you work towards your own nutrition and fitness goals. Have a good one, and I'll talk to you soon. Peace. Thank you again for listening to this episode. If you found value and enjoyed it, it would mean the world to me if you posted a screenshot to your social media. If you do, make sure you tag me so I can say thanks. Or if you're on iTunes, scrolling down and leaving a five-star review would be much appreciated. And if you ever want to get in touch with me, you can always find me on Instagram at LukeSmithRD. Thanks again for tuning in, and I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. I'll see you on the next episode.